Welcome back to Acceptance Matters. I'm Kriti. And I'm Deeksha. And today we're joined by HOSA, a new and popular club in our school focused on professional healthcare and skill development. Would you guys introduce yourselves to our listeners? Hi, I'm Avduk and I'm the president of HOSA. Um, I've wanted to start this club for a while now because of my passion for science. And I'm really happy that I'm really happy to be here and really happy that this club got started. Hi, my name is Sharanya Sarkar. I am the vice president of HOSA. I'm also very excited to be here and I think we have a lot of interesting things to talk about today. Thank you so much for taking the time to be with us today. So, so many people here at SBHS want to be doctors, but they feel like that's kind of the only career path they have in healthcare. Um, and they tend to only see that one path. A lot of people just don't know about the other possible careers they have in health and healthcare fields. So today I just wanted to talk about like the other options people have either in STEM or non-STEM jobs related relating to the healthcare field. But this is definitely not to discourage people from wanting to be a doctor. Being a doctor is a rewarding profession, but we just wanted to talk about how there's so many other options for people if becoming a doctor just doesn't interest you. And um, in fact, there's actually like a shortage of doctors in um, our generation because of how long and expensive the process is of becoming a physician. But to start off, we wanted to talk about um, STEM jobs in the healthcare field. So there's many different branches of careers in healthcare and medicine, but first let's focus on STEM and science related um, uh, careers. So uh, regarding like a medical degree, not every single person who becomes a medical degree has to become like a clinical doctor who works with patients. There's many different options you can do with a medical degree. So do you guys wanna talk about like how you can use that for research and clinical research? Uh, yeah, so I think between research and clinical um, physicians, I think that it's based on, it can be based on personality. I know not everyone's a people person and they want to go straight face to face talking to patients. So research could be better for someone that wants to do more work behind the scenes rather than up front. And then clinical would be more for someone that likes to be up front with people and talk to them face to face. I agree with that. I think healthcare is like a super diverse topic, a super diverse field, and it's not just meant for those who want to spend a while in school and um, are great at taking tests or are great at this one subject. It can be for various kinds of people, and I feel like you're right. Um, it's kind of hard to see. It's kind of easy to lose track of that, especially when all the people talk about in the healthcare field is being a doctor. So you're fully right on that. Yeah, and a lot, a lot of it has to do with like working in an academic setting. So people who work in research, they also do a lot of teaching and they're, they often tend to be like professors at um, universities. So for people who like teaching on top of working um, in medicine and making having like medical innovations, uh, research is a great option for them too. Um, so in addition to that, we also wanted to talk about other jobs uh, working with patients that not aren't necessarily a doctor. So other options people have are becoming physician associates, 
nurses, different kinds of nurses, things like that. Do you guys have anything to say about those? Um, yeah, actually, uh, I think around a year ago, I was talking to this um, radio technology technician, right? And she was telling me all about how um, in high school and like in the beginning years of college, all she wanted to do was be a doctor, right? But then um, while, while she was going through college, she realized like this just isn't for her. She doesn't want to spend this much time in school. And she was really discouraged. She thought she was going to have to completely abandon the field of science because, you know, like she obviously had a passion for science. Just being a doctor wasn't for her. And, you know, that was like a big uh, point of contention in her career. But luckily she found the fact that she could be a, um, like a technician or a, even a physician. Right. And she realized that she can help people and still get her um, passion for science expressed in way um, in way different careers that may not require as much education or schooling. So I think that being a physician is honestly very rewarding and people really should um, go out for those kind of jobs. Yeah, and I feel like there's often a stigma around um, becoming a nurse or a PA, but there's actually a lot more room to explore if you go into one of those career paths, because like you said, you spend a lot less time um, in school, but you still have a lot of opportunity to learn in real life and having real life applications. Because I know as a PA, you have more of an opportunity to like explore different specialties in medicine. Like if you were a doctor, you have to stick with the one specialty you decide to go into. But as a PA, you can switch around and just kind of explore everything throughout your life. And same thing goes with nurses. I know there's so many different types of nurses. And um, people often think that they're not compensated enough, but they actually, they get paid pretty well. And um, that stigma around them are, is starting to decrease, but it's definitely still there. Okay, um, now transitioning into uh, non-STEM jobs. So there's a lot of things you can do that don't necessarily have to be in the lab or um, directly related to science, but still have to do with the healthcare field and gen just general community health. So the first one we wanted to talk about, it's pretty big and it's a growing field right now, is healthcare advocacy or just health advocacy in general. So the main thing people think about when you think of health advocacy is like a patient advocate. So this is a kind of person who just works with a patient um, and makes sure they get the right kind of care from their doctor because often there's not super straight or concrete communication between a doctor and their patient. So like this kind of an advocate just makes sure, ensures that a patient is getting the right kind of care they deserve and the right kind of care they need from a physician. Do you guys have anything else to say about um, healthcare advocacy and what you could do in that field? Um. Yeah, so uh, I, I, I agree with the fact that we need more healthcare advocates, especially with social media and people getting um, scientific, uh, what's it called? Scientific backing from uh, internet sources. Like for example, medical misinformation is a really big thing. And I see like a couple of, um, like a couple of doctors or like a couple of just scientists in general on like social media try to tackle medical myths. But I think that healthcare advocacy and even like reducing stigma um, and a lot of healthcare like related uh, disorders or diseases is really important. And 
it's kind of, um, I, like you said, it's growing, but it's kind of um, under acknowledged right now, in my opinion. Yeah, that's definitely true. I feel like um, a lot of different, especially like mental illnesses are super stigmatized even today. And having people who dedicate their lives to kind of getting rid of that stigma and bringing awareness to different diseases that not a lot of people acknowledge or just easily dismiss. Um, that's really important to helping improve the lives and health of people in your community. And another important one is just a teen health advocate. So a lot of teenagers often get themselves involved in risky behavior or they're just their brains aren't fully developed yet. So our decision making skills aren't always the best. But um, things like what incorruptible us do and what the adults here do is just advocate for teen health and trying to work with kids who have these kind of addictions or trying to prevent this kind of addiction amongst teens because a lot of teenagers today easily get addicted to substances because of a multitude of reasons like peer pressure, things like that. Um, but this is like a growing field in healthcare is just working with teenagers and trying to bring awareness about different substance abuse or like the vaping epidemic, opioid use, just things like that. Um, another big field that is not exactly in STEM, but definitely related to health and healthcare would be public health. So basically public health, there's so many different branches that go along with it. But an example of what um, you could do in public health is just working in policy to try to improve the healthcare system um, in our community and country. Do you guys have anything to say about um, our healthcare system or how you think like our generation can improve it? Yeah, definitely. There's still a lot of problems sometimes with the public policy of healthcare because people still have different views on it and not everyone is willing to trust science. So definitely having more people working to improve the policy and getting more research and um, finding more ways to advocate for it is really important to benefit everyone's you know, health. Yeah, I definitely agree with that. I also think that um, we're considered a pretty well off and developed country. But taking a look at our healthcare system, it's like it's not ranked as well as our overall country is. And that kind of just goes to show the problem in our healthcare system, and how it's not very easily accessible for people, and how people in our country just don't have access to healthcare at all. There are people who have no healthcare access at all and their bills skyrocket whenever they have an accident that they can't even control themselves over. Um, but it's like kind of devastating to see that people aren't able to get like life saving treatment just because they don't have enough money or they can't afford it. And there's a lot of work that can be done in that area of healthcare and people who um, go into public health, like get a master's in public health or just um, major in public health um, or get like a BA in public health, they can definitely help change that and get access to healthcare much more easier for um, different underserved communities. Um, another part of public health, other than just um, public policy, could also be epidemiology. This is more like science-based, so I guess it's more STEM, but um, it has to do with like research and how diseases develop and spread. 
So with the rise of COVID-19, obviously public health was such a big um, subject and it was so important, like public health officials were so very much needed and they were very active during this time. So epidemiology kind of just studies how diseases spread and um, it looks a lot into like pandemics, epidemics, things like that. It can help prevent something like this happen again in the future. So a lot of um, fields in public health can prevent, it's very like preventative medicine. So um, it can prevent a lot of deaths and prevent healthcare crises from rising again in the country. With epidemiology, uh, I fully agree with you. I feel like um, many countries, including our own, or maybe uh, it's kind of general, but I think even the entire world, we weren't really prepared for an outbreak, right? Like, for example, we have like um, contact tracing apps now, we have technology for it now, but um, either they weren't very known about or they weren't very prevalent even when the pandemic started. Like, they, I know like, um, a lot of them were actually made during the pandemic. So uh, this pandemic, I'd say like, I don't know, maybe one of the good things that came out of it is a, a much larger focus on epidemiology and even like just smaller fields or not smaller, but like fields that are more forgotten about. And now I've, I'm glad that people are drawing more attention to them, especially epidemiology, because now people understand how important it is. Yeah, I also think with the rise of the pandemic, there's just been um, a greater general consciousness of health throughout. And so epidemiology was so important because the research from that shows us how, um, for example, COVID-19 is spreading and all the preventative measures that we can take, such as um, sanitation. So definitely epidemiology should be advocated for more. Yeah, I feel like, um, especially after the pandemic, a little more people like know about public health, but um, it's definitely a field that there's a lot of like opportunities for you to go into and there's like a variety of things you can do um, with a master's in public health and there's a lot of change you can bring about in your community or like in the country. Um, another, the last thing we kind of wanted to touch on was stigma around other healthcare professions. It's something we kind of already touched upon, but um, did you guys wanna, do you guys wanna talk about um, stigma of uh, not necessarily like non-STEM jobs, but like things that aren't super science lab-based jobs, especially like in our community that we live in today? Um, like you said, uh, healthcare advocacy is a really big one that's um, pretty stigmatized because um, people feel like just because you're talking about medicine and not actually doing or like doing it, um, they feel like you know less or you're less, um, you know, you don't get less of a say. But I really, I really feel like a lot of people don't understand the importance that especially teen healthcare advocacy gets because um, when it comes to topics that aren't talked about inside schools or inside houses, right? It's so important for these teenagers to be receiving information and that's where the uh, teen health advocates come in. And then I guess like within STEM or uh, just like um, pretty close to doctors, like one thing with nurses, it's um, I'm really glad that the stigma around 
being a nurse is decreasing a lot because um, it used to be a lot bigger, like the divide between um, wanting to be a nurse was pretty large and people are starting to acknowledge that a lot of nurses are actually better than um, things that doctors do. Like for example, I don't know, like, a, uh, like a blood test or even like um, just regular injections, like people would now prefer nurses to do them because they've been doing it for much longer amounts of time. Whereas a doctor probably just did it in med school a few times. Yeah, that's definitely true. Nurses have so much more experience with those kind of things than doctors might have because they spend so much time in training. But nurses have a lot more like real life experience and with actual patients than maybe a lot of young doctors do. And I also feel like going off the stigma around becoming a nurse, a lot of people think that like being a PA or a nurse is kind of like less than being a doctor, but they don't understand that those two are like completely different jobs and their roles are different. So like nurses, they have a lot more to do with uh, people and they kind of take care of the people more than doctors do because um, nurses are more connected to the patient and their family than doctors necessarily are because they spend more time with them. They take care of them more than doctors do. So people um, who are interested in the medical field and they're they feel like they're more like of a people person or like they feel like they can comfort people easier. Becoming a nurse is a really good idea because patients when they're in the doctor in, in the hospital, it's it might be like one of the, the worst days in their lives. So of their life. So having someone there to comfort them and like take care of them properly is super important. Um, so they don't get severely stressed, which can lead to even more health complications. Okay. Um, well, I think that pretty much sums up everything we wanted to talk about. Did you guys have any other final thoughts to add? Uh, yeah. Um, I just wanted to bring up how like around the stigma with non-STEM jobs, there's also stigma around STEM jobs and how becoming a doctor, a lot of people see it as a job that's, you know, constantly it's maybe too stressful for people. It takes too long to study for, people are putting too much time into it and they don't have enough time for themselves. And I think that's not necessarily true. I think it's more about time management and, you know, giving yourself the amount of work that you think you should take. But um, with doctors, there is more leeway than people expect there is and although it's not as um hands-on um with patients as nurses are it, it is still just as important um in the sense of you know diagnosing patients taking care of them coming up with treatments and it's definitely a job that can um be handled by humans since we are able to handle it Yeah, I totally agree. Um, people shouldn't be discouraged from becoming a doctor just because of how intimidating the journey sounds. I feel like um, there's this idea that only like super geniuses can become doctors, but that's not necessarily true. You just need like the work ethic and the determination to get through it. Exactly. I've had this conversation a lot of times where like I've asked people like, oh, are you interested in this or that? And they all like a lot of them say like oh no I'm really bad at this one specific subject like I even had someone say like oh I'm bad at math I don't want to be a doctor like I don't know it's just like people have to realize that being good at one subject or two subjects 
isn't the determinant for either being or not being a doctor. Like, I know we talked about a lot of professions that in the healthcare field that isn't being a doctor, but even for that, it's like, the even there's a lot of um, misinformation about being a doctor itself because even that profession is um a lot of personality and a lot of connecting with patients it's not just all um one subject yeah i totally agree with everything you guys said krithi do you want to wrap us up yeah so Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of the podcast. Advik and Sharanya, thanks for taking the time out of your day to sit down and talk about this. We hope you enjoyed listening and we'll see you next time. Okay, awesome. I'm going to stop recording now. Thank you.